Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. Bro, we can't drink with just anybody no more. <laughs> no, you know, I thought that it was perfect. It was perfect, but I feel like like alcohol is like a gateway to like conversations you probably normally would not have. Yeah. That maybe you should have though, but you just normally wouldn't. Though, they call right? it like um what do they call it? Uh courage juice, yeah. transparency juice, all all those things. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you know Contention upon a lot of different things. It's like, yes, I'm glad that the space is safe enough to be mm-hmm. able to have like those kind of candid conversations. Yeah, let's put it that way. Because I think yeah. it doesn't. I think that it. Um, there's a lot of, I don't want to say ignorant thoughts, but like there's a lot of thoughts and perceptions mm-hmm. that people have that it could be broken. Things can be um, broken down. You can say ignorant. I mean, because ignorance is just like the, yeah. the lack of lack of information. Yeah. information. So, so um, a lot of that could be broken down mm-hmm. by being able to be in a in a space where somebody can ask a question or say something where it's like not offensive. Right. And then you're able you're to like, judge. yeah. And yeah. then you're able to like give a thoughtful response where you're like, okay, like it's, you seem like genuinely curious or interested or there's um, some parallel life experiences right. that you're like processing. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, which leads us to everything we're going to talk about today. So, everything yeah. we're going to so talk yesterday about. Yesterday, we had a pretty good conversation yes. with uh, a group of people that we've all hung out before in some type of capacity. So mm-hmm. it's not like we just met majority of them for the first time, yeah. but um, several times in several spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so um, this conversation was. Oh, I, I we kind of talk about this like in our first um, one of our first episodes, but as far as just talking about um, homosexuality uh-huh. and um, being comfortable in one's skin, yes. both as heterosexuals and homosexuals, yes. and being friends um, with both communities and whatnot. And so, uh, I don't even know how to really kick this off because oh, it's like there's uh, so much to unpack. Okay, but. so I okay, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. So there was a conversation that came up about um, a person who had a fr- who was friends with somebody. They grown up. They had been friends, and the person that came out is being lesbian. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that was initially asked in this um, revelation was like, "Oh, how does that like change our relationship? The dynamics of your relationship?" And um, the less the the um, the friend who was lesbian, the young woman who had came out as lesbian, was like. It doesn't. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not attracted to you that way. Like, we could just continue being who we were, who we were. And like, and it was funny because I think one of the things that came up even was like, am I allowed to change clothes around you? Mm. Um, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, you, you can go do the things that you've been doing. Like, I haven't, like. I haven't hit on, quote unquote, like hit on you or like done anything to demonstrate my attraction to you in t- 20 years. It's not happening now. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's actually a good point because I have a friend 
that still an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much like top of the class when it came to his position and whatnot. And he was best friends with one of my homeboys. Mm-hmm. And throughout high school, you know, they used to go out girls together, stuff like that. Um, and then years come down, pass, and this person comes out as saying he's gay. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, how? Star, athlete, and he's gay. Like, they spit the night over each other's house. Mm-hmm. And then, but then he starts like, you know what? Damn. There was clues mm-hmm. that this person was gay, mm-hmm. but you kind of ignore it because you see all the other actions that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And so now you, you question yourself like, damn, like, did he like me mm-hmm. this whole time? And it's very possible that he was attracted to you, but, right. you know. So I can get, I kind of see it, but I would be, I'm kind of surprised that from a female's pr- perspective because I feel like lesbianism is that mm-hmm. a word? Mm-hmm. Um, We've just created it. It's more accepted, honestly. It's like so. It's, it, I don't think it's like it makes people as uncomfortable. I would not think as far as two gay guys. Though. I mean, or a gay guy now all of mm-hmm. a sudden that you know this was my boy. Not right. so he can't be my boy no more, right. but. Versus, I was surprised that, you know, she asked that question, because I just would have thought it would just been like, yeah, she's gay. Mm-hmm. Like, she's less of a threat now. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't got to worry about her trying to sleep with my man or nothing like that. That part. You know? I think I think the thing that came out of that really was, like, the follow-up question about her processing her experience mm-hmm. and then looking at me and your relationship. Because yeah. the next question that she asked was about, like, how... Did you become so comfortable? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you become so comfortable? How did you grow in your and the space um, that you're currently in? Mm-hmm. And I think that you said something like, I think that is like super honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't say these exact words, but you were like, it's a, been a journey. Like, where who I was like before, and like where I'm at now. Like now, I am like I am an ally, right? Like, I have somebody in my life that I'm like, oh, I get it, I see it, and, like, I'm an ally now. Versus, but this is not where I've always I've been. Never, yeah. I like, would, yeah. I would never claim, like... Before, yeah. like, I... Be I wasn't like, dropping the F-bomb or anything like that. Right. I wasn't that... And the F-bomb know. is fag. Yeah. Faggot. Just Thank so you. I can say it. But, yeah, I wasn't that extreme, yeah. but I was definitely like, nah. Mm-mm. Right. You're not going to see me hanging out. Because right. I think it's also about feeling like... Guilty by association, almost. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if I'm seen with this person, are people going to assume that I'm also gay? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of um, heterosexual males are fearful of. Mm-hmm. It's not even so much of oh, in my opinion, well, it could be where, oh, I think he's attracted to me. I think it's more so birds of a feather flock Talk together, together yeah. kind of thing. And it's just like once you're okay with, I don't care what people think, mm-hmm. you're Gucci. Yeah. You know, and I think that takes a lot. Uh, it takes confidence. It takes maturity yeah. to just be like. Yeah. I think like maturation is definitely like a part of it. I think, you know, much um, um, confidence mm-hmm. like in self yeah. is like super um, important. I think also it's if you can honestly get to get like beyond this one, like one out of a million things like labels and tags and experiences that a person has. And then you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like it's not that different. It's not that different. Like what a person does. I mean, this is right. Yeah. Any type of relationship. What a person does, in my opinion, as long as you're not fucking kids and 
drowning kittens and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think people, I mean, because people, there's probably heterosexual couples that do some real crazy shit that you would probably be like. Not probably. Something wrong with you. Idiots. You know, eating, playing with each other, shitting, scatting, whatever. Like, yeah. There's don't whole, get, don't there's get shit to do with me. Whole sections. Yeah. On Pornhub. Yeah. Literally. Shit to do with me. Literally. Yeah. Really. Literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So. Like, but what is it? The Boston, um, the Boston, um. Oh my goodness. The Boston Steamer. Is that what that's called? Yes. Literally. Uh-huh, it's like people get in like defecated on, mm-hmm. and, like, on their chest. Mm-mm. Didn't they, um, one chick say that, um. They love it. Not, was it Trey Songz that likes either like getting shed on or getting peed on? Peed on. Yeah. Mm-hmm, probably something like that. Um. So that was like a very, I think a very powerful moment to just talk about like, and to like be very candid and honest and be like, I have grown in my understanding and the way that I show mm-hmm. up because of this relationship. Because yeah. I don't want to pretend like, like, I've always been like this. Yeah, like, I think like, that's fake. I think that's phony. No, my whole life I have been yeah, a champion for. No, absolutely not. And right. then I think that you also, like you talked about um, the parallel to... Um, LGBTQIA plus community mm-hmm. and the struggle in like the black community. Right. And I think it's like, yes, because marginalized people are always having to fight for space. So, yeah. Like always having to like fight for space. So um, I thought that was like, that was super interesting as well and enlightening. I think the, the best part about the moment though was how people like real like real life like sat down and like tuned into the conversation. What was going on? Right. Yeah. Like literally were like, oh, like, damn. Okay. Yeah. Like it, I'm pretty sure they wondered. I am pretty sure people have absolutely wondered mm-hmm. about that. Like, damn, this nigga is really comfortable with this nigga. Like, mm-hmm. like how? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure none of them have a relationship like we have. Like. Yeah, but I also think that that's something that we I think that is something that we talked about, like very first couple of um episodes yeah. just like bond and like guys and connectedness mm-hmm. um and the importance of that i read an article um about how the uh, uh, uh pandemic has really impacted mm-hmm. like guys mm-hmm. um cuz they don't have as deep or as meaningful relationships mm-hmm. So now they're isolated. And so the number of men that have like um, depression, depression yeah. um, and suicide rates have like skyrocketed. Because mm, mm-hmm. they have no outlet like they normally yes. have. And so, right. Yeah. So it's like if if my social life was built around coming out in this, like to watch a football game, mm-hmm. all the Go sports bar, have been, yeah. all the sporting mm-hmm. events are closed down. To go to a bar and have a beer, bars are not open. Mm-hmm. And so everything that you've known as like the way that you've been able to cope, emote, yeah. e- and, and even in like the most basic way, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't like you're isolated yeah. and then you don't have these strong connections. So it's not like you're reaching out or mm-hmm. texting or like doing the things right. that a lot of like women do. Mm-hmm. Like I know a ton of women that were like Skype dates still mm-hmm. and like, in the group chats and like still like doing a lot of things to like stay socially connected. connected. Um, So I think that it's not just like the experience of um, hetero and non-hetero. I think it's just like patriarchy and I don't 
like just being a man and like what being a man mm-hmm. means in what the context of mean, society. I, I, I always ask that question. I think we never really unpacked Lord. it. Like, what does it mean to like be a man? Like, are you beating on your chest kind of thing? Like, you he man or what? I mean, like I when somebody says, I think "Oh, I don't feel like I'm the person in my body." You know what I mean? Like, how do you know? Oh shit, I don't know that. I know you don't. I mean, that's very, you don't, I mean, oh, but, that's next level. And I'm, I'm. Yeah. I, I, like, when I say it's next level, I'm not trying to be funny. I literally mean, like, I do not know because mm-hmm. I am a male. Right. Like, I do not feel like this is, Ooh. like, I love my dick. I love mm. my balls. <laughs> like, I, like, right. everything, like, I like, like, I am comfortable, mm-hmm. like, love, whatever words you want to be. I do not have, like, a thing where I'm like, I'm just in the wrong mind. Right. I like I don't, be, I was supposed to be a girl. I don't know right. what that is. Like I don't know yeah. that feeling. Um, so I can't like right. literally above me. Um, but back to the conversation. So that was a, such a great moment, mm-hmm. and like it was a really like oh wow. Like I hope that that hits somebody mm-hmm. that they know like oh it is a journey and it is possible for you to start here mm-hmm. and like get here. Right there. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing that came up in the conversation was about um a, a, about the journey mm-hmm. and i loved it was like how did you all get here right. if like me and her were mm-hmm. close and like she was like what was the moment mm-hmm. or she didn't say what the moment or she asked a question and i was like yeah. i think that the moment was this right because we and we talked about how we spent more time together than y'all spent together mm-hmm. just because we were at work yeah, all day long yeah um and then when she got taken out of the picture, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, shit, you're not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Like, right. we would normally be out together, but she won't, won't, we can hang out. And then I think it was like, we hung out alone, and it was very like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this is like a regular. Right. Who this? Like, like a saying, regular. Yeah. We went bar hopping. Yeah. Like, it was like very, yeah. it wasn't like, uh, oh, this is like weird. Yeah. Or, no, it definitely wasn't weird. It was you know? like. Zara even asked me. She was like. How was it? Like, because we had never done it. I was like, it was chill. We went to Hooters. We hopped around. Michael was Michael. And that was just it, though. It was like, it was real simple. Then we was like, hey, try to catch this flight. I was loafing. But, you know, I was calling this nigga, thinking he's buffing. But, because I didn't really know you like that. So yeah. I was like, oh, damn. But that was like, goes back, like, this nigga was serious. Know <laughs> who he is. This nigga is serious. The like, time, she was like, Oh, if Michael said they're gonna do a fight, they they're they, they gonna do a they fight. Gonna, they finna do this fight. Yeah, but like facts, facts. Yeah, so. Like I think like that was a powerful mm-hmm. moment to get to like see mm-hmm. or like to share. I think like what was the transcendent moment? Yeah, where it was like okay, that was a start. I think that was like the spark. That like yeah. okay, yeah, all right, this nigga well, cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. You know, because it was definitely the first time we talked about the first time I actually met you, met you and shit like that. So it's. Oh yeah, brunch, that was the brunch. Yeah. That was the brunch that became like, that was like an epic brunch. Yeah, that was the brunch. First of all, like knowing, like if you know you all, like Sunday is not the day. We don't do shit on like, Sunday. Like we're gonna get our minds ready for fucking work. Yeah, but people agreed to brunch, and we started at the earliest possible mm-hmm. time. Was it Orsha House or something? Like um, that? yes, up in um. Up in Northwest. Uh, nigga name, I just remember you nae in the middle of the street. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the name, but yeah. yeah. Up, up, uh, Orsa, uh, yeah. We Something. went to an oyster place, 
and hopped out, hopped out my little smart car. Yep, the Urkel joint. Walked up, saw y'all in the thing. Y'all was the, like okay. the only table. Listen, you came in and ordered all the oysters. I was like, oh, we want this and we, we want New this. England, <laughs> something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, boom, boom, boom. I remember my first date. <laughs> and yes, and everybody was like, okay, and closed the uh, <laughs> closed yeah. the thing. The menus, yeah. And that brunch lasted. Yeah, an eternity. Did, like I fell asleep at the joint for you, a second. You did all the yeah. things. All I the normal. things. I'm consistent. I went, threw up, came back, went to sleep a little bit. Fell asleep, came back, ran, uh, ran TT and the nigga she had. Right. Like oh. ran through them. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. And TT was her. Yeah, TT was her. Yeah. Everyone's been just. Everyone's consistent. She Let's showed up. Yeah. Showed up with uh, a different nigga than she was talking about sending right. gifts to. Like. Just very regular. Like when you look back, when you look back on that moment, it was like people really show up exactly as themselves, and have not changed a little bit. Like, and it just is like I think, but it's also like the authenticity, Mm -hmm. the way, and like, and you talked about this. Like, Michael showed up as Michael from the beginning. Like it wasn't like, oh, like I'm having to. Let me be figure out. <laughs> yeah, like, it right. like it is. Yeah. Like that's that nigga right, right. like right there. Um, so that was that was. I thought that was like mm-hmm. a great part of it. But one of the things that really I think was like next level was the question around like how did you know mm. or like what happened, right? And so um, yeah, let's unpack that. One. Yeah, so yeah. I will definitely share my yeah. journey. Um, like I did uh, a little, well, a lot of it, but a little bit like last night. So. All through high school, mm-hmm. like high school and undergrad, just my whole life has been very focused. So, like when I say what I'm about to say, is like it's not different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I was not as uh, worldly. Mm-hmm. I think some people now, like some 15, 16, 17 year old. They have like so much experience mm-hmm. in the world, and like that was not my right. story. Oh, really? No, oh. like I mean, I grew up in Sugarland, Texas. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, very leave it to leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Um, Meet Fresh Prince. You know, it was it was very like I don't know any other way of mm-hmm. growing up, but it was very just like normal mm-hmm. um and it wasn't sheltered like i didn't live a sheltered life mm-hmm. but i was not like out in the world mm-hmm. it was like i went to school play sports i played like i was very busy right like i went to school i ran track i was on the tennis t- varsity tennis team i was in on in the choir mm-hmm. i was doing um i was in plays so i was you know, I graduated in like the top seven percent of my class. Mm-hmm. Like, I was busy, and so I didn't have a lot of time right. to like. Like, I never thought about like sexuality or things like mm-hmm. that. I liked girls, but I also think it was because like that was what you were, what you were supposed, supposed to, to do, right? Like, you know, lost my virginity, mm-hmm. um, summer of eleventh grade. Just very, I guess, normal. 
Um, and then I went to college. So I graduated at 17 and then I went to college, went to UT. And even then it was like, I had like this really close group mm-hmm. of friends. Um, Alex, you know, Alex, yeah, Alex. Um, it was just like super close. Mm-hmm. Like people who I say are my friends or like right. still my friends. Right. So we had a, I had a super, uh, close group of friends. I didn't really, like, I wasn't a partier. Like, I would go to parties. Right. But most of the time, I was, like, working. Mm-hmm. Like, I was studying. I was working. We had, like, poker night. Like, we had, like, very, like, set things. So, in that group, I mean, outside of Alex, were mm-hmm. there any other people that were gay? No. And Alex did not come out. Mm-hmm. So, and Alex did not come out in uh in in undergrad. Okay, got you. Yeah. Okay. So, me and Alex, like, me and Alex were... Yeah, we were close. I was working at uh, Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Yeah. (laughs) So we went to we went to undergrad together and worked at Abercrombie Mm -hmm. together. We were uh, cool. And Alex had like Alex has like a different group of Mm -hmm. friends. I have a different group of friends, but me and Alex like remain close. Like matter of fact, uh, like he just texted me and he was like uh, last week and he was like, "Man, I love you so much. Like it doesn't matter if I don't talk to you every day or Mm -hmm. every week. Like when we talk, it's like no time has skipped." Like, he was like, and I just, like, love how you're always so positive and supportive. And mm-hmm. and it was, like, like a friend, right. like a friend friend. When you think of, like, what a friend is. Yeah, that's funny. So, he had his group of friends, and then I had my people. But, like, me and him, mm-hmm. we just clicked. Um, and we worked together at, at another place, too. Wow, undergrad was crazy. So, he wasn't out. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't out. Um, like, and he, like, was with girls, too. So, mm-hmm. Actually, I remember one party. I'm telling all this business. I remember one party where he was like, in, like fucking a girl in the shower. Mm. Like it was wild. Oh my gosh, those were the days. Okay, Alex. Sorry, we'll see. sorry, Alex. Um, love you. Um, <laughs> so through undergrad, mm-hmm. group of friends focused. Um, first part of undergrad, like I. Uh, Talked to this girl named Brittany. And then second part of undergrad, it threw like my first grad school. Mm -hmm. I was talking to this girl named Ashley, who I like still to this day, like I would like marry her right now. Mm, Okay. Like, I love her. Um, Keep reminiscing about that joint, Ashley. And so, (laughs) and so... In you under- can change me. <laughs> in undergrad. Right. In undergrad. So remember, coming out of high school, mm-hmm. you know, not I was not like ripping around the streets. Going to going to undergrad, group of friends. And what would start happening is like guys, like you would hang out or whatever, or you'll be like walking from like walking to camp, like walking from the dorm to uh, the cafe. Mm-hmm. We were on a huge campus. It was like a gazillion cafes. So you'd be walking, and then somebody would be like, oh, like you're Michael, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, cool, 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 cool. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, I think you're in my biology class. Mm-hmm. But like, fucking biology class was a thousand people because right, we right. were in fucking a, a auditorium. Yes. Yeah. It's like maybe, probably we're fucking freshmen. Yeah. Like everybody's taking Everybody, these classes. Yeah. Like so. Oh yeah, yeah. So 
stuff like that would start happening. And then people would start being like, hey, like, let's hang out. Like, you want to hang out? Like, there's this, this. And I'd be like, no. And then people would start saying stuff to me like, you never hang out with us. Mm. Like, you never hang out with, like, the black people. Okay. And so I would be like, well, yeah, there's black people that I hang out with. But I was never, like, in the, in, like, that black group. Mm -hmm. Then, like, I would be, like, at the calf and stuff like that. And then people would come up to me and be like, well, like, oh, like, you're by yourself. Or like, oh, yeah, my friends, they have class, like, later or whatever. Like, oh, can I just, like, sit here or whatever? Oh, yeah, like, cool. So you would just start talking. And then there would be little things like, oh, I think you're cute or whatever. And mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay, Thanks, like, right. that's, yeah. thank you. And then people would go on. Like, go, like, like go on, like, so you think of it like a filler or something yes. like that? Yes. Okay. Like yeah. looking back on it, like in yeah. the moment, I would be like, Dang. what? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I do think like now that I, like now that I'm older, right? now that I know what other people's experiences are, like a lot of people were doing like a lot of things in college. Mm-hmm. Like their end of their high school years, beginning of their um, college years, they were doing a lot of things trying to figure out who they were. Mm. And so... Um, I was just inundated. Right. Like, I'm not saying, like, I will say this all the time. I know that I'm not ugly. Mm-hmm. I do not think that I'm the finest thing on the planet. Like, I'm confidently okay with being like, I am a cute person. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Um, and so, I think it was like a combination of me being naive and not experiencing things mm-hmm. that other people were, like, experiencing. You were, you were humble. You were humble, like, no, I'm talking about as far as like where my uh where my lens was. Got you, got you, got you. I think nowadays, like certainly. Matter of fact, remember that time when we was at Jenny's ice cream and old boy was flirting and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like yes. it's oh shit. It's yeah. like, see, now that yeah. I'm older, mm-hmm. like I can pick up on right, that. Right, like right. now that I'm older, like I can pick up on it. Mm-hmm. But then I remember that shit, yeah. Right? Now that I'm older and like more experienced in the world, I could pick up on mm-hmm. pick up on stuff like that. He wasn't like crazy or like wild right. or like I'm trying to get down, but you could you, can see. you could tell yeah. and like other people could tell. Right. Earlier on, like I didn't know. You've been oblivious. And too, so right? yeah, and so I would have been like, mm-hmm. no, like he was like delivering delivering good customer service. Right. Now that you know, mm-hmm. you're like. Yeah. No, nigga. That like he. Yes, he was. And boom. And so, yeah. I think everybody experiences that, though. Like regardless of your sexual orientation. Like, right. I right. Look back and like. But what I'm like, saying is, yeah, like, you have to like yeah. learn it. Right. Particularly because, like, as a um, as a male, mm-hmm. generally, like you're the one that's you're chasing. Yeah, you're the exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're the one that's putting out little cues Feeling, and signals yeah. like that versus you being the recipient of it. And so, like, at that yeah. time, I just, I, I just... That's a good topic right ...wasn't, yeah. like, accustomed to that. And so, I always was like, I'm not gonna be, like, I wasn't, born, like, um, raised to be rude. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, okay, I'm not catching it, though. Right. Until, like, late, like, senior year... Mm-hmm. And then, like, guys that I remember from, like, freshman and sophomore mm-hmm. year and, like, the things that I would say, like, it would be more open. Like, oh, like, they get down. Like, they get right. down. 
And then people will be more aggressive. Like, they will be way mm-hmm. more aggressive. Like, because then I didn't live on campus anymore. Like, so then, like, nobody really saw me. Like, mm-hmm. maybe at a football game. Um, I remember, like, my senior year, I was, like, at a football game. You know, we have a massive stadium, 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. At a football game, I'm sitting next to um, Raquel. I'm sitting next to her. And somebody, like, blatantly comes up to me. Um, and like speaks to everybody because I was sitting with some athlete like in this athlete section, and speaks to everybody and then comes up to me like like uh, boom 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 mm-hmm. like leans in as like I'm trying to get down. I oh was like, shit! What? Oh shit! <laughs> yes, yes. Like so in like a four year period of time, like mm-hmm. it went like zero to a hundred real. Yes, quick. like because people were. Came in 18 years old. Right. Now they're like, you know, But do you think you're giving 24. out a vibe? Like, for somebody to be, like, no, I'm trying I, to get down. Like, I honestly think that people, I think there was two things that was happening. Mm-hmm. There were, so I'm, the freshman class of UT, I want to say there were 97. It was some number like this. Like, I'm just going to say 100. Like, mm-hmm. right around 100 black students that came in in the freshman mm-hmm. class. Is that large? I mean, normal. Is that... So UT has a um, population of like 30,000. Okay. So it's like 100. Yeah. But I mean, is that 100 oh. normal? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like they were like actively recruiting gotcha. like black yeah. black kids. Um, by the, by the uh, end of our freshman year, it was like cut in half. Wow. Yeah. By the time that you matriculated through four years of school, it was like mm, ten. Like I mean, yeah. Like and not to say and like you know people graduated. No, yes. I think out of the ones that transferred, graduated, yeah, yeah, transferred, graduated, didn't come back. It was like wild. Like the numbers were crazy. And so, um. I think that people were becoming more comfortable mm-hmm. with like the lifestyle. They were away from home now. Yeah. Like you're on your own. Like you don't have to worry about like in this space, mm-hmm. like what somebody says or thinks right. about you. Um, there's just more freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And so it was like more and more mm-hmm. aggressive. I also think that the in the time frame as well, like the world also was coming like being like more and more like accepting. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like a combination of like two things. And there was a mysteriousness about me because I didn't hang with um like the black people. Mm-hmm. I also didn't live on campus. I didn't live on apartments close to campus. Mm-hmm. Like I moved into a apartment my sophomore year that was right on campus. After that, I lived far. Like I lived on the west side of town. Oh wow. Okay. Like like fifteen minute drive to get in, I didn't see nobody. If you were not in my class, right. nobody, like yeah. I didn't see you. But like they did a lot of like um stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they were on campus and like in the know, and so they knew who I was because the black community yes, wasn't so. that big. But I was never a part of like that space, right. and so that also like played a part in it. So because that. That football game, I was like in like the black community space. Mm-hmm. 
that this was the part of the stadium that was designated for like athletes. Right. So if you weren't a football player, but you were like a basketball player, ran track or something like that, like there was like a section for them to sit. And I knew Rakay, and so I just sat with her, and she was sitting in that section. And that was like a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, there would there would be no other chances because I'm not you're not there. I'm not available. I gotta shoot my shot right here because I I might not get another pass. Come to find out, there were people that have have been trying to, mm-hmm. but it was just like couldn't get access right. to me. And I found out this like later on, like I'm like 25, 26, 27 years old. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, and Facebook was another thing. Oh my oh, yeah, lord! Facebook changed, yeah, changed the game. But. So then people would like be hitting me up like in, on D, the um, the Facebook Messenger yeah. or whatever. Well, it wasn't Messenger at the time, but like DMs. Yeah. Aim because it was connected to your. Uh, it was IM, just yeah. like, yeah. I was just like, what? And they're like, yeah, like I've been trying to get a shoe shotty since like freshman year. No, seriously. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. what? And so honestly, what happened what? was it had to be. I was inundated. Like I yeah. honestly, and I say this a lot, and it sounds very weird. I was inundated mm-hmm. with people, like, not saying that I'm the shit, but, like, I was inundated with people being interested. So, when I graduated, so I was, like, in grad school, mm-hmm. like, my second round of grad school, I was, like, maybe 20, I was, like, 25, 26 years old when I had my first, like, quote-unquote gay experience. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy, and he was, like, real cool, like, real cool, um, but by then, I was, like, getting DMs, and, like, people would be, like, hey, like, I'm trying to, and I was just, like, no. And, like, he had, like, a very different approach. But you never, like, self-reflected, like, oh, why? Like, I mean, I get the mysterious part, but, no. like, because that's why I was, like. I never self-reflected and was, like, why? And I think it's because these niggas was, I don't want to say, like, ruthless, mm-hmm. but they were, like, hunters because, what I found out also in hindsight is like the same guy that would say something to me has said something to like 20 other guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. He used to copy and pay. Yeah, well. yeah. And then like they would end up like. It's like throwing a net. Hook, hooking up. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Say oh, some, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like Shit. they would say something to me, but I wasn't the only one they were saying yeah. something to. They was putting out fillers. Right. Oh, this one caught. Yeah. Like, and they would hook up. No, because I definitely like. And then they would hook yeah. up. So that's why I was like, for me, I was like, no, like I wasn't, it was a combination. Like, I'm not even thinking about that Mm -hmm. and I'm not around, but like (laughs) looking back, I was like, oh damn, like all, like y'all all all hooked up. Like that's crazy to me. So 25, 26, um, now I'm, uh, older. And this guy had a very different approach than like what I have been experiencing. Mm-hmm. Experiencing like you trying to get down, like hey, you cutie, woman, woman, like that's too much. That's not. I'm not that kind of person. So it was very like normal and regular. Um, this was like uh, was I at Vandy at the time? I think I was in a program at Vandy, and we would work. We would like go to work, like come to grad school, like. Hey, okay, like, like, let's meet up to study here. Let's do this. And then, like, one t- one day, it was, like, very casual. And it was like, hey, like, let's go out and grab something to eat. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, we can grab mm-hmm. something to eat. And then, as we were, like, pl- like okay, like, what, like, what, 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 what,
I want to be clear. Like, I'm trying to, like, grab something to eat, like, to, like, get to know you. Mm-hmm. So the first time that it said, I was like, oh, like, that's that's regular. No way. I no swear. way. No way. No, you, you're not picking up on this right now? Like, Not initially. Not initially. Shut up. No. I, I swear. That one. Yes. I'm trying to get... Okay, uh-huh. It wasn't like those exact... Yeah, no, I, it wasn't I like it. that exact it. wording. But, yeah. But I was just like, yeah, like, yes, okay. of course. Like, we got to stay together and it's like... Because I'm also uh, thinking... Uh-huh. It's so few black people, yeah. like, at the... In this thing. I was like, yes, like, we got to mm-hmm. stick together so we can get through this. But the fact that he said... Let me make it clear. It's just like, in my opinion, just... He didn't say those exact words. Right. But it was something like... Because I was thinking, like, to study. Right. Like... Yeah, we're gonna like because there's this there's this spot called Cabana mm-hmm. that I would go to all the time, and they had a great happy hour. And then I pull out my laptop anywhere, mm-hmm. so I'll just be, so I thought that he was being clear, like oh, like it's not like a study session or anything right. like that. Got you. When we got there, okay, that makes more. That sense. is when yeah. it was like that is when it was more clear, like I'm interested in you, right? And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't know what this is, like fine. I had never. But shit. Yeah. Okay. This is interesting. Then we ended up um we ended up going to we went out, dinner fine, cool. Cool, good time, cool, all right, I'll let you we'll see you class. Mm-hmm. Then I think maybe that week or the next week end, he had asked about this place called This breakfast place. Yeah, he, was like, I wouldn't know. Yeah. he was like, do you want to go to this breakfast place? Yes. I love brunch. Yes. So we go to the we go to this breakfast place. I guess date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, he says, he was like, that was really, um, that was really awkward for me. The first time y'all met up? The first time? No, not the first time. The brunch. The brunch situation. Got you. And I was like, yeah, it probably was like when you like named it as a date. Because like I don't know how to show up in these spaces. Right. Like this is a very new experience for me. And so he was just like, okay, like that, like that definitely makes sense. And so I was like, yeah, so I'm processing like a lot. Like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on a date with that guy. Like, what's happening right. right now? This isn't like what I have known to be. Um and also, like, okay, like, I was like, and I'm like, oh, willing to like entertain it, right? The conversations, yeah. like, our the conversations that we have had, the experience that we had. When I say felt good, I was like, it didn't feel like weird or awkward mm-hmm, or like uncomfortable course, or yeah. yeah, like I was just like, okay, like, yeah, allow it to happen, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. But when it was named. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly had, like, some, initially, some, like, subconscious reaction mm-hmm. because, it, well, this wasn't the first time that we had grabbed something to eat or, or you right. know, been, we had been studying and doing all these mm-hmm. things when we would go out or whatever. And so, I think subconsciously for me, like, I didn't know what was happening or what this was mm-hmm. or, you know, how was this being perceived? Like two guys are like at the at the like at the table for brunch. Like I was like in my head, but I think like outwardly, like I was like trying to like be very like calm about right. it. 
But I think subconsciously I was poker face. All yeah. of these things were like happening. And so that experience and like he picked up on it. And so that experience for him, mm-hmm. he was like, yo, like that was weird. Right. Like that is not the um the experience that I've had with you like before. When we studied, when we did this, like when all these different things. And like I was like, yeah, it's um like you naming this as a date. Puts a different type of per- not pressure, but a, a different context. To My world. Is, yeah. I was like, you. Yeah. It's like being friends with somebody. Any heterosexual relationship. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Then. And then when you go from like friends to mm-hmm. be like, hey, I like you. I like you. It's, it's a little bit like, uh oh, like yeah. what does this like what does this mean yeah. for the context of our, of our relationship? Mm-hmm. And then you add on the fact that it's like, nigga, you gay. Mm. Like that was also but, something. So did you know he was gay? Like I no. mean. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know he was gay mm-hmm. um, until like he was like, "Oh, let's go on a date." Right. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Because mm-hmm. up until then, it was like school. Everything that we had did was right. like based off of our uh, grad school. So if we were like hanging out, it was like we got work to do. We mm-hmm. got a project to do. Because I work, was working full time and going to school, so I don't know what the fuck he was doing right. during the day. Like I was, I'm working. So I mean, we were all working, but it wasn't like, "Oh, I'm thinking." deeply about mm-hmm. his like life so i remember like being like oh nigga you gay like a day mm-hmm. like okay then it's like nigga is you gay to yourself right am i gay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like you are processing right. like all of these things um and so when he brought that up i was just like hmm Probably like yeah, when you named it as a date, like it now yeah. is like a different context, and now I'm trying to figure out like shit, like how mm-hmm. am I supposed to show up? How am I not supposed to show right. up? Like, do I put my collar shirt on now? Like, what? I mean, it was just like because it was so new. Yeah, but it's like this isn't new for you. Mm-hmm. You've asked guys to go on dates. You've been on dates. You've right. had this experience, and a lot of and that was I think you talking about him. Yeah. Or, okay. Okay. And I think it's like. When you go through that as like a 15, 16, 17, 18, mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21 year old, like you've had all of like the awkward moments yeah. and like, I'm not really sure, like, what does this mean? Being completely shot down because the person's not interested at all. Yeah. Yeah. I was older. Yeah. Like, went through this now. I was older, right? Like, I was in my second graduate mm-hmm. degree program. Like, I was just like full time working. And so this was like, Feelings and experiences that people have much younger. Right. Like, I was having it as, like, a full-blown adult. adult. Yeah. So, it's just magnified. Yeah. And I have been socialized longer with a particular context of what and how life should be. Mm -hmm. If you are, like, 12 years, 13 years old, 14 years old, 15 years Mm -hmm. old, and you're like, okay, like, I'm gay. The socialization process for, like, your life mm-hmm. and like what it means to be gay like starts then yeah. versus like you being like a full-blown mm-hmm. adult and then you have to like relearn right. it's all like of these things culture, like growing up in a culture versus going to another country Correct. as an adult and now you gotta learn these customs yeah kind of thing. it's just like L- honestly it's a shocker. It's a shocker. literally yeah. like that was it and so mm. it was it was like weird and awkward and like he would say that he was like you know, how can we get back to like where it was like before right. it was like a date? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Can you? I, I don't know. Right. Like for me at that yeah. part, like I could tell, like I knew that it was like different, mm-hmm. but as much as I was trying to like show up as like 
myself, mm-hmm. like I couldn't help right. it. Like I'm like, like looking back on it, it was like, yeah, because you were having the experience that people had it 15, 14, right. or like right away in college, mm-hmm. which is what I was experiencing was happening to me, like what was happening to me, but other people's thing. Got you. So like people were trying to find themselves in college, mm-hmm. and so I was getting the a yeah. But yeah, oh, right, okay, got but you, yeah. I was not there. We, we were not in the same place. Mm-hmm. So that was the that was like the moment. Um, and then so let's get to the real moment. Yes, yeah. What's the real moment? The real moment, like oh shit, it's about to go down. Oh, like sex. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. Okay. So, I think it's like, how was I? 20? It's about to go down. Yeah, so like, I'm thinking like how old I am. I'm trying to figure right. out how old I was. I may have been like 28. Oh, shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was old. Like yeah. I was, like my experience was like much mm-hmm. older. Um, and so... So really, you've been straight longer than you've been gay. I hate you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so okay, so perfect. So maybe I was like twenty eight. I'm thinking like twenty seven, twenty eight time, and it was that that same guy, mm-hmm. that same guy, and. I didn't watch like um like gay porn. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like watch gay porn like a lot, lot, lot. But I seen it and I was like, oh, like this is like okay. I was like, um Well in my head I knew like porn is like dramatized. Right. So I knew that. Even gay porn is? Yeah, like all porn is. Okay. Like I'm gonna have to take your word on it. Yes. It's just like, come on. That like Cause I be blown when I'm watching porn. I accidentally click on the gay joint. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, oh y'all niggas got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how niggas better. got me. So, and then also like I have been having sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to learn like, like the language. Like right. now I know the language. That's so like like top bottom. Like I was like, oh like I'm used to fucking bitches. Right. So I'm like fucking right. Oh, well, I'm used to fucking. We both can't be fucking. What does that mean? Right? And so mm-hmm. it was just like, what is at this? Right. What we doing? We flip a coin? Like, what? You... Yeah, so it was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of like, okay, so like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So my first sexual experience was jacking off. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, circle jerks. Yeah. It wasn't like, because I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Where they going? The fuck is yeah. you finna do? Right. Like, dude, that's, oh, you're man. out of your fucking mind. It's imagery. Go ahead. No, but like dead ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Right. That's, sounds okay. like some <laughs> paper scissors rocking it. Like, I don't know. Right. Um, and then, yeah, like the first one was just like jerking off. Like, oh, no. Then the first time that I topped, I didn't know because I had never bottom before right. I didn't I don't didn't know what the experience right. was and so 
Then it was a lot of like, ooh, slow down, like, ooh, mm-hmm. wait. And I was like, this is too much. So it's almost like learning to be, a, uh, like, having sex for the first time again. Yes. Because, I mean, you can be over-aggressive. Yes. Period, right? Yes. But. No, don't take the lips in with it. You this know is I mean? the, like, the difference is, like, the vagina is, like, built to, to right. do these things. To accept, yeah. Yes. That's not what the butthole is built for. Don't say that. It's like, I go ahead. Look at Daryl. Oh, people in the back. So. You're supposed to be an addict. I am, I am, I am, I am. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, like, because I had never felt the sensation, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know, like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. or. And then also, like, I am not a person, like, when having sex, if it's like, oh, wait, no, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. fuck it like I can like be patient and calm and like mm-hmm. okay the head's in like oh you need to wait like I can do right. all of those things but like I'm not gonna be having sex and it's like ah, oh, oh. Right. it's that's too like that's a yeah. turn off right. it's like what the fuck yeah. and so the first time I was just like oh my gosh I am so my bad this too much right. like this too much mm-hmm. for too much for me because mm-hmm. sex is supposed to be pleasurable right. and you are hurting mm-hmm. and so that didn't last very long mm-hmm. and then he was like oh you want to try that i was like no i'm good actually i'm actually good yeah, because i, I just I, saw, I saw what this you going through. right i just like i just yeah. seen this mm-hmm. and it's a no for me and also like your dick is bigger than mine mm-hmm. so like no mm-hmm. so is that like in like how does that work? Like, what? when one of y'all got a bigger dick than the other, like, do you feel like, in, not inferior, but no. I mean, I don't feel inferior. I'm personally you, but I mean, have you experienced that, like, when somebody else was smaller and they felt some type of way? No. Okay. I haven't had that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay. I haven't had that experience at all. I mean, I know what they call size queens, which mm-hmm. are like guys are like, oh, I only saw the niggas with big dicks. Mm-hmm. But that hasn't been my right. that hasn't been my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dated a couple of guys whose dicks were like massive, mm-hmm. and it was like, "That's really crazy." I don't know what you're doing with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't tap out though, do you? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. You'd be like, "No, I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm right?" Um, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not sorry. sorry. <laughs> But then just, like, over time, I think, like, with sex in general, like, you learn. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you, like, there's things that you can do to, like, learn. It's like, okay, like, here's a lube. Like, you have to use a lube. And, like, what kind of lube? Okay, like, this is a better kind of lube. Like, silicone versus, like, water-based. All, like, the things. Like, okay. This position works better. Yes. This, like, position works better. And then, okay, start with, like, this little toy. Mm -hmm. And then, like, okay, try that. And, like. Then, like, so there was, like, a process to, like, building mm-hmm. up. It wasn't, like, one day you bend over and, like, somebody shoves a, like, 10-inch dick up your right. ass. And you're just like, ooh, that was amazing. Like, yeah. absolutely not. Like, the first time that I, like, actually had, like, anal sex where I was uh, uh, the recipient, it wasn't, like, a full thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it took, like, several things to, like, get yeah. it. Sessions. Like, oh, oh, okay. Like, thank you. That's all I can do, like, today. Right. Woo! So it took time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think the one of the things for me was um, cause not all guys, like not all guys are into every yeah. or not like not all guys want to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Not all guys want to be penetrated. Mm-hmm. And then there are guys that are like verse, mm-hmm. what they call verse, where they like top no, or yeah. bottom, yeah. And so for um for me, like it just took it took it took time. So is one more gay than the other? So no one is not more gay than the other, but I think that society has has put out this idea that like bottoms people gays men mm-hmm. that bottom are um, the more less dominant. Or yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, but actually now it's like a lot of people are really work. Well, not a lot of people, but in the current times, like they're working on like that un- to undo the stigma. Right. Um, they're like bottoms are inherently mm-hmm. inferior. But it's so interesting. It's just like society, mm-hmm. no matter what. It's like you're already marginalized. Like you're gay. Yeah, yeah I would assume. And that. now within gayness, like you want to like hierarchy. It's like, tears, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. I just so. assume that like most people. If I had to like look at somebody like more flamboyant, yeah, they're bottom. That's that's a stereotype. That's a stereotype because there are niggas that are will like be in full dresses, sashay, and have mm-hmm. dicks down to their knees, and like I fucked the shit out of people. Right. So it's not like your mannerisms or that. Mm-hmm. It's like what do you yeah. like? What you finna do? What do you want to do? I think. That, I mean, when we talk about as far as being comfortable, I think that's where I'm still like getting used to. Is like mm-hmm. being used to gay guys that are like super flamboyant, like where it's almost that they like are extra. like super comfortable yeah. with being them. Because to live in a world that loudly and mm-hmm. that freely. Like you really have to be yeah. at the next level. But I, I just feel like, like sometimes, like, are you being extra? Or is this really you? Like, I can't. Like, and that's what. I, and I the know. answer is yes. Which it's part? Like, but like to that, be that extra is really them. But like even like to change your voice and everything like that, it's it's them. That's just crazy. Because and this is this is what I uh, talk to my grandpa mm-hmm. about. I'm like, people know that to be that different mm-hmm. is going to cause. It's gonna be a problem, mm-hmm. but they can right. be about the, the, uh, like this. Uh, they about he, that life, like. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. and that's like the point. You are aware that, like, living in the society that loud and freely, mm-hmm. like, people are gonna look at you weird. They're gonna right. judge you. They're gonna do all those things. It has to be who you are because you mm-hmm. would not put up get bricks. Like, you wouldn't right. want to get busted in the head with a brick right. and be. Like on the end, like the recipient of the violence mm-hmm. that goes along with that. But I, yeah. if you like, if you truly were like, I'm gonna like tone it down like a mm-hmm. little, so I'm not clocked or whatever. Right. So like, if you live like that loudly and that freely, like, and some of it is also like people wrestling with um, being accepted mm-hmm. and not being accepted, or like I grew up in a place where like. I'm, I'm known that I've known that I was gay since I was like but 10 or 11, but I had to hide it and I couldn't be who mm-hmm. I am. And so now, like, I'm in New York City or San Francisco where there's a huge mm-hmm. community and you I can just. Who it is. Right. Yeah. And so there's different iterations and stages where people are at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. You did. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you raised a good point as far as like, this has to be real because why would I volunteer for. Like to be mistreated, to be stigmatized, to you know, be worried that my life is at risk. At risk, you know, because I think about like transgenders. Like, you have to be like to 
be that committed to it. Like, this can't be, like, fluke, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I think it's beyond just one of attention. And, and that's why, before you can have... Um, a sex change? Yes, but that's not the proper term. Before you can have... Um, I forget the proper term for mm-hmm. it. Um, that is some kind of... Uh, reassignment surgery. Okay. Before you can have reassignment surgery, you have to go through extensive psychological mm-hmm. counseling. Like, it's not like, hey, like, you think you make this a vagina? Mm-hmm. No. Sure. Like, you have to go through like, years mm-hmm. of... Uh, going through being that, I would imagine. Like, like going through, like, psychological training. Yeah. Uh, 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 not training. Psychological, like, like are you sure? Mm-hmm. Like, is it? Like, are you gay? Mm-hmm. Like, are you just not mm-hmm. gay? Are you bi? Are you duh? Like, it takes time. I'm, I'm glad you said that, because that's what I always wonder. Like, when people who... Who, who believe they like they identify with uh, a gender that they were born with? Did it was it a trigger like because I'm sexually attracted to some um, to the same sex, so maybe I'm not supposed to be what I am, or I, is it? I can't speak to it personally. What mm-hmm. I have heard is it is not like people that are trans is not first like. A sexual attraction to this mm-hmm. and so I think that I'm in the wrong body it's I have always felt like this was not the right body mm-hmm. and so particularly like if I'm a man like a trans woman I was born male mm-hmm. I've always felt like I was in the wrong body I transition I'm a woman and so now like as a woman I'm attracted to men okay Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not like I'm attracted to men, so I got to be a woman. Yeah, supposed to be, and that's why I was. I was wondering that. It's normally, normally, what the experience is that people lift is like. I have always felt and known myself to connect with this deep feminine energy, and so I feel like this is not the body that is mine. Mm-hmm. And now that like the quote unquote like spirit and essence of my existence is aligned with, like, my physical and outward ap- appearance. Right. And I feel whole. That That is the point that I can't I can't get and I can't understand mm-hmm. because even as a male, I can't tell you, like, what it feels like to be a male. So how can I tell myself, oh, if I've never experienced something else that I'm supp- I feel like I'm supposed to be that? Like, you said something about, like, femininity, energy, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. What does that really mean? Because society says, like, oh, as a male, I'm not supposed to like pink. I'm not supposed to like flowers. I'm not. I mean, well, no. I mean, maybe it's no. It's so way. On the surface, it's but, way deeper than that. Yeah. It's. But it's, I don't know how deep. I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I like, know what you couldn't because like, you're not trans. No, no, no. I can't tell you even as a heterosexual sh- male. I can't sit here and tell you outside of like what I'm attracted to mm-hmm. that. Oh, I feel like a man in my opinion. Like right because it is innately. Your sense of being. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to use it in this way. You do know. You do know. Do you know that your outward appearance matches your inner thoughts, feelings, and being? Do you know that those two are in sync with one another? I would assume so. You would assume so. I would assume so. I mean, because, I mean, if, if, if you think about something, I have my ears pierced, I have mm-hmm. long hair. Yeah. At one point in time, both of those things was not acceptable for men to have. 
And then if you did have it, you were look. Yeah, I mean, like one earring at one point, and then it's two earrings, and now it's okay. Before it was like, oh, then you get your earrings pierced. Well, you, actually, long hair, like. So like, there's a lot of terms. Like, I mean, like, there's, what a lot, there's a lot of things with like in society that are like ebbing and flow because like men actually wore heels, men actually wore dresses. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the 60s. I'm talking about like starting off, like men wore heels, men wore wigs, and then so it's like ebbs and flows. Stuff like that ebbs and flows about like what is acceptable and appropriate. I think the reason that you don't know is because it's not an experience that you had. Like, and it's hard to like understand because the reality, because the the truth is like you feel connected. I feel very much whole. Mm -hmm. That's the best way. You feel whole. Mm-hmm. My understanding is like you, they don't feel whole. Trans people don't feel whole because it's like it's literally an out of body experience. You, they feel like this is not my body. But how do they know that the opposite sex is their body? That's what I'm not getting. You know, it's like somebody said, oh, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be black. Like, I mean, how do you know what you're supposed to? I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. I, I don't I, I don't get it. I want to get it, though. I, but I, you won't ever get it because you're not trans. Just like a white person could never, could never get what it means to, like, be black. Right. But I think... Yeah, okay. The only thing that I can do is like empathize, like, wow. I certainly could imagine waking up and feeling like that there's a disconnect between my mind, body, and soul, that something wasn't mm-hmm. right, that that would be like terribly frustrating. And extremely depressing. And if that's the, the step mm-hmm. that you think is necessary. I mean, what's good, I mean, you know, what's good for them to work for me? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not judging the act of doing it. I just don't You're trying to get an understanding, understanding of it. Right. I'm trying to empathize with the logic behind it. Or maybe empathy is not the right word. No. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am trying to understand because I'm just, I'm just mm. not getting it. Like, like, for me, I'm just like, if you tell me mm-hmm. that you do not feel whole. Right. And so I think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're telling me, like, you don't feel whole. And that lack of wholeness results in repeated attempts at suicide, like severe depression. Mm-hmm. What are the steps to support you in that? Right. If you feel like, if you literally feel like you are trapped in the wrong body, like this is not mine. Like my soul got dropped in the wrong thing. Mm. Man, I can't, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's like non-binary. Like I feel like, like some people are just being difficult. <laughs> Not difficult, nigga. I, I I mean, it's like yeah, I, I'm gonna get hurt. I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just I just don't get it. I, I just don't. I get mean, it. it is also because we are socialized to yeah. have very dichotomous thoughts. I mean, I respect it, but black or white, yes or no, right? Man or that's how we're socialized. If you were socialized, if your whole life mm-hmm. you knew that there was he, her. Them, Zim, Zam, mm-hmm. you would it, it wouldn't be weird to you because that's all you've known, right? Because all you've known in your life up until very recently is like it's either a him or a her, right? So but, anything outside of that is like I don't know because it is. I mean, 
when we look at cats, we look at, oh, or dog, oh, that's a boy dog and that's a girl dog. Like, it just is what it is. Like, I mean, your sexual organ is what defines your, your gender, period. Whether or not you act a certain way, in my opinion, shouldn't be necessarily dictated because of your sexual organ. Mm-hmm. What you're into shouldn't be determined because, oh, I'm a boy, so I'm supposed to, like, climbing trees. Right. No. And I appreciate that. I don't, that's and that's like, very progressive of you. And there's... I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Because you are not binary. You are heteronormative. And it's, it's difficult when you operate within the norms mm-hmm. of a society... To fully understand the fringe. But what, what changes? That's what I'm saying. Someone who says, oh, I don't identify as something. Mm-hmm. Or I don't identify as anything. What has changed? For you or for them? Period. For them. What what has changed by you not identifying by something? What has changed is like they are living their truth in accordance to them. Mm-hmm. Versus me trying to fit into what you've told me are these limited options. So, but what what are you doing different other than not identifying as a boy or girl? What does that really mean? Like, oh, I can't go into this bathroom. It means that I think I think that you, I don't I'm think, sorry. Maybe I'm coming across slow. And no, be the I first think that, time. I think that you just don't recognize the power of somebody being accepted for whatever their truth is. They're not looking to now be able to do. X or Y thing. It's, it's like, right, okay. I'm gender non-binary. Right. What what does that do? Mm-hmm. That means the pronoun for me is going to be they. Mm-hmm. Which means what? That you don't say him or her. And that solves what? It solves... I'm still going to send the same email. And instead of saying she now, I got to think about that. Yes. Other than that, what? That's it. It's it doesn't you, change the context of the email. It doesn't change. It doesn't, but it does. It does say that like you um, see my humanity mm-hmm. and that you respect that that is a decision that I have made. But I feel like we're running away from the issue, in my opinion. But like, what is the issue, though? My issue is that what's so bad mm-hmm. about it? What's so bad about being identified by what you are? What is the issue but, behind that? The issue is that you mm-hmm. don't get to tell me what I am. If I say that I, don't I am, to tell you who you are. Your organ determines what you are. Your skin color determines what you yes, are. Yes, and the thing, the the real issue is that all of those things mm-hmm. are socially constructed concepts. All of those things are socially constructed concepts. Okay. So, all right. Okay. If everybody was just he. Doesn't matter, right? If there was one thing to mm-hmm. describe everybody, it would be. What am I trying to say, bro? These are socially constructed concepts, mm-hmm. and so because they're socially constructed concepts, there's there could be a new iteration mm-hmm. of. The social construction. Mm -hmm. We are used to there being these ideas of two things. Mm -hmm. This dichotomous thought around socially constructed concepts. I think race is a perfect example. The census used to list like three races and that was it. Mm -hmm. It really, like race is not really a thing. 
It, it was a way that they were able to use a social construction concept in order to separate tier people. Yeah. And that's an issue in itself. That that's a complete it's an issue in itself. Like I should be able to be black mm-hmm. but also be treated very similar to a white person. No, no. And see, even that language. Mm-hmm. It's like you shouldn't be treated very similar. You should be treated the same. Right. But I mean, we aren't. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. yeah, I should be treated the same. Right. As a woman, you should be treated just like a man and vice versa. And so what I'm saying is by trying to make it seem like no gender exists and we just are beings, in my opinion, in my, you're kind of like running away from the issue. But what is the issue? The issue, you have, have an issue with me saying like, I don't like, no. I don't want to be him or, or her. I want to just be called they. It's not that I have an issue in that. I What I, I'm not understanding is what's so bad about mm-hmm. being what you are. I think that... Or being identified by what you are. Let's put it that way. By being identified with somebody else's definition of a socially constructed concept. That's what you keep missing. Somebody somebody above... Not above. Mm-hmm. Somebody long ago said, we're going to create stratifications. Mm-hmm. We're going to say this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. This is very difficult for people to understand because of socialization. Mm-hmm. You've been socialized to think a certain way. So when something comes in that is not in alignment with what you have known to be, mm-hmm. that is where the pushback comes. It takes maybe an additional second to remember it's a day. But the only reason that happens is because your whole life is mm-hmm. he or she. No, I don't have an issue with sending an email and addressing somebody as they. I get mm-hmm. it. You, like I said, if you want to be identified as non-binary, that is fine with me. Okay. What I so just, what is anything after that? Mm-hmm. I have declared to you that I want to be identified right. this way. And you say that's fine. That's fine. What else are we talking about? I have expressed Why? my wish because that's what I want. Why? Why do you wear but, Jordans versus this? This is, the thing, this is the thing, though. Everybody, okay, so we're, we're all respecting that. But what was the chick name who said she was white, but she said she'd identify as black? We were all at a roar. Rachel Dollar Right, because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, my thing you is. You know why we were, we were. You know no, why? I mean, yeah, I get why. But all I'm saying is. Because it's were. a socially constructed concept mm-hmm. in which black people experience tear treatment and behavior. Mm-hmm. Her identifying as black was not how society received her. And so she did not receive the same treatment. Mm-hmm. You could say you black all you want to. Mm-hmm. If I don't perceive the, the if I don't perceive if society doesn't perceive you as black, mm-hmm. then the experiences that black people have are not yours. The same way that I just couldn't turn around and be like, oh, I'm white. I identify as white. Right. Yeah, and when I walk up there, I'm getting called a nigga. And if I do certain things, so, certain things mm-hmm. are going to happen based off of society's ex- uh, expectations. Or excuse me, based off of how society operates. So so it's very similar to people who are, like, are binary, wherein don't treat me, don't identify me as one thing or another. Just identify me as a person. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Just, I'm day. I'm there. Cool, you wanna be that cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know beyond like I can respect your humanity the same way if I tell you my name is Charles, 
don't call me fucking Bob. Right. Like, it's very similar to that. It's like, you would feel like people was being disrespectful. No, I told you my name was Sean. Mm-hmm. Why are you calling no, me Steve? No, I get, no, I, I get, no, I get respecting somebody's wishes. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm talking about. Like, like I said, if somebody says, no. don't identify me as a he or a she or whatever, they, them, or whatever, I've seen it in people's signatures, okay, cool. Yeah. I will make a conscious, uh, conscious effort to remember to do that. Yes. You know, it does take some rewiring yes. and some jerk and trade. And now I just be a jerk and I be uh, referencing everybody as they. I'm just going to be safe. You know what I do? I just call everybody by their first name. So I don't have really? to worry about it. I'm like, what is it? Yeah. Bob. Yeah. What is it? Sean. Just use the proper right. noun and I don't have to worry about what the pronoun is. Because somebody asked me about that. That's smart. They were like, you don't use pronouns. I was like, no, just tell me what the proper noun is and mm-hmm. then I don't have to try to remember right. all the things. Mm-hmm. I won't have to try to remember all the things because wherever there's a pronoun, mm-hmm. that could be replaced with a proper noun, yeah. correct? Yes. So then anytime I would say she... I just like Susan. So, like, if you like, if you only know somebody's last name, mm-hmm. how do you do that? I just use the last name. Just last name, no, like Miss or whatever. No. Just okay, smart. Steve uh, Watson. Watson stated, mm-hmm. and then yeah, then like you'll see somebody will probably like, yeah, she da 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 da. Okay, perfect. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess like you would treat it like if somebody had a unisex name. Like Alex or something yes. like that. You wouldn't make you. You try not to make make an assumption that you just say Alex, and Alex. then somebody will say, "Yes, yeah. Mister yeah. Mister yeah. Sandoval," and you're like, "Oh, Mister, okay, right. perfect, okay, yeah." Because right. I mean, it happens where no. people like assume, and it's like, "Oh, it's actually I'm a sorry. she." Right. Yeah, now, oh. and that's what I first saw seeing it. Like when people had names that they were always getting mistaken as that. I get that part, but it's just. And then the real reason that you see pronouns mm-hmm. on like emails is not for people that are um not for people like me and you mm-hmm. was like him he him his mm-hmm. it's for people that are non-binary and mm-hmm. for people that are the they's and the them's mm-hmm. and the reason why is because if mm-hmm. they are the only ones that have that mm-hmm. then it's be, they're being ostracized but if everybody has mm-hmm. it then they're a part of the community Oh, that's so the. Oh. I like to educate people on that. Just the, it's oh, not sure. really for you. Mm-hmm. It's for them, so that they don't feel like if I'm the only one that goes by they, mm-hmm. and I'm the only one that has that, but nobody else has their pronouns listed, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, that nigga got you. But if the whole community mm-hmm. has it, then it's like, oh, it's the oh, norm, shit, and dude. now they're inclusive. Well, nigga, I thought they was. I thought people who just got tired of being referred to as something they they weren't. No, it creates inclusivity Bro. for those that are othered. Right. So gotcha. instead of the one they, mm-hmm. the two they's, or the two zims mm-hmm. having their pronouns listed, and the whole organization is like, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to, you put the whole organization with it, and then so right. now everybody uses pronouns, right. and it creates a, it creates an inclusive space. Too many uh, certification letters behind my name to add them name. Yeah, it goes on the one right below it. But um, okay. Wow. Okay. It's about inclusion and creating a a welcoming space. I see. Like I said, I respect it, even though I don't understand it. Have you ever? Have you ever? Is has there ever been a time where you felt Mm -hmm. othered? You gotta unpack that one, bro. 
like where you were in a space and you were like, damn, it's just me or I'm the only one. I can imagine there has been based off of like the work that you do. Yeah, like the only black person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? One, did you recognize it? Absolutely. 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 Because you can absolutely recognize when you're, when another dynamic, another group is the other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, damn, I'm the, like, it's all black people and it's one white person. Yeah. Or it's all men and a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm very, like, empathetic and aware of those situations. And especially being in IT where it's not unnormal to, it's not unnormal, abnormal to be in a room and it's only one woman. Mm-hmm. Or I've been in a room where so the I, easy way to say that is it's a it's normal to see no or very few women correct right mm-hmm. and but you're empathetic to that yeah and when you experience it mm-hmm. like how do you like when you recognize that for yourself like how does it make you feel I don't want to say out of place. I mean, it, maybe in the very beginning of my career, I, I felt like, damn, do I belong mm-hmm. at the table, you know? Um, but as I've grown older, it doesn't bother me as much, or it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. now. I guess like, I've just become insensitive to it, mm-hmm. being like sometimes being the only black male, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so. I think that right there is like the, the best way to think about, mm-hmm. like, if I'm the only they or the only... Um, gender non-binary or um gender non-binary non-conforming mm-hmm. right so that's like this is even like next level right non-conforming like, yeah you gotta go to that level because so if i'm not non-conforming just means like there's this dichotomous him her mm-hmm. and i'm not i don't conform to that mm-hmm. yeah so if you're the only person like that like you can imagine showing up in a space and like feeling othered right. and like damn mm-hmm. like the merit of my talent and skill is like secondary because like I don't feel welcome. Like I don't feel like I could show up like as my authentic mm-hmm. self and like mm-hmm. the impact mentally or psychologically mm-hmm. and how that shows up then in your work mm-hmm. and like the things that you do. And so just being cognizant of that, like for me, like I know that I'm a that I am uh, a male. And so because of that, I also think that, um, like, I sometimes, mm-hmm. like, take for granted, like, the power and positionality that I have. Right. But I also know that I'm black. Mm-hmm. And there's marginalizations that come with that. Right. And, like, what that feels like. So I try to be empathetic. Because mm-hmm. I'm also, like, as an individual person, like, I'm like, I'm not doing all those motherfucking, like, him, shims, them, thems, mm-hmm. thems, like. And that's actually why I'm like, it's too much for me to have to process, but I respect people, so I'm just going to use their first... I'm just going to use the name. Right. But I also, in my signature, put my pronouns mm-hmm. because I know what it means to create inclusive spaces because mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to be first only one of something. Right. So... No, I, I, yeah, I get I guess, like, outside... I mean, because outside of, like, emails and, like, general conversation... Mm-hmm. How you are dressed does, in my opinion, that doesn't necessarily change how people view you. Let's put it that way. You're about to be Dr. Redmond, right? Mm-hmm. I can put doctor in front. Doesn't that necessarily mean that I'm going to respect you as a doctor? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, I don't necessarily have to respect you because of your educational prowess. I should. Right. So 
I'm going to give you an example. It doesn't mean that you, it doesn't mean that you have to respect mm-hmm. me. It means that you are showing that mm-hmm. you are respectful right. by. Right. Like, of course, you can't make anybody. So, like, Dr. Fields, mm-hmm. all the time, like, people would call her the Chantel. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Dr. Fields. Right. And then people will call it a schedule. So it's like, you're being disrespectful mm-hmm. because you know that this is how you should be engaging yeah, with us. Yeah, right. So, yeah. It doesn't change. Like, now that you started calling Dr. Fields doesn't mean that you actually that you actually respect mm-hmm. her. However. You're going to respect. You're going to respect her enough publicly. Right. To use the title that and, you know to use. Right. And I think that's what I'm trying to, I guess, try to get at by doing the days, thems, and whatever, um, does that change how people view you, period? Or is it should it just be these people are people regardless, irregardless of what you are? And I think that's what it is. Is it like because you don't respect me or I feel as though as a, uh, as a male or as a, uh, as a female, mm-hmm. I am treated differently based off of how you view me. Or what you view me as, instead of just like, hey, I'm a person. I get that, but yeah, let me tell you this. I, I'm gonna tell it's you. Hard to unpack. I'm, sorry. I'm gonna t- no, no, no. I, I get you, and I'm gonna use this. Let me tell you how it does change how people view you. Mm-hmm. If so, there's a woman, mm-hmm. and so societally, uh-huh. like women are below men, right? Then you think about. Um, She's in uh she's in a field that's male dominated. So mm-hmm. let's just say she's an engineer. Right. But she has a doctor, a doctorate. And so she's a woman, mm-hmm. she's in engineering, and she's black. Mm-hmm. And people say, like, people call her like Miss Watson instead of Dr. Watson, mm-hmm. right? The 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 correction when she's like, no, mm-hmm. it's Dr. Watson. Right. That is how people perceive you differently because in that correction of that, mm-hmm. they recognize that you're a person that is going to hold to a different way. Like, you are not going to tolerate certain things, mm-hmm. certain behaviors. So the perception of you does change because they're like, oh, like she has the courage and the fortitude to speak up. Mm-hmm. She's willing to stand up for herself. She's she's not afraid to... Um, correct mm-hmm. or you know to gently remind right. um so people's perception of you as an individual certainly changes when you stand up and like show up mm-hmm. and demand like you to be engaged in a certain way absolutely it changes okay okay so doctor because you teach people how yeah. to treat you so and i guess that's that's my point though like by not identifying as something that you are Mm-hmm. I mean, in reality, in reality, are you like, yes, you die a little on the inside. Yes, you absolutely do. You absolutely do. You absolutely do. To every day come to a space where I have told you, mm-hmm. you know, please refer to me as doc, as you know, Dr. Watson, mm-hmm. which if we come back to societal norms, it's very consistent. Mm-hmm. It's not out of the norm or, or out of the right. ordinary for that to happen. And matter of fact, people are happy to do it. No. I, I, okay, I feel like like the doctor thing of one, 
you you earned it, to be honest with you. And I think that's why a lot of people... So, like, it's like being in the military and somebody constantly is... Sergeant by you, lieutenant. lieutenant. Or, like, yeah. I earned to be a lieutenant. Like, address me as such. You know? So, but the earning, like, mm-hmm. my existence is the qualification for you to respect my humanity right. to refer to me how I would like to be referred to. So, this is... Right. So, my question is, is by not being identified as a woman as far as like email and stuff like that Mm -hmm. or what does that really mean though like are you or do you feel because when you were identified as a woman you were treated differently do you feel as though oh you know what by doing he versus she or whatever there is a connotation that of a a respect thing or is it just because i think i think it's like it's the issue it's it's the micro slights Mm -hmm. of the world Right. It's like when people intentionally mispronounce your name. You're doing it on purpose. You know how to pronounce right. my name. So it's like those, and it's not even micro at that point. It's the micro slice that you have to deal with that like fuck with your mind. And so I can't even come into this space to do my job because I got to deal with this bullshit. Okay. Because you don't, because you call Sue what Sue acts to be called. Right. Right? And you call Bobby what he acts to be called. Right? All right. All right. I think, I, I think so I, the initial, the initial mm-hmm. mistake is never a problem right. for non-conforming or like non-dichotomous thinking people. Right. The initial thing is not the issue. Because you ever say, oh, no, like, it's, a, it's they. No, I get, no, I get respecting a person who wants to be identified like that, uh-huh. addressed that way. Yes. I get that 100%. So, I'm past, like, you doing it just to be a jerk because you don't respect them. I get that part. All right. So, I'm saying you're okay with doing it. Yes. What I'm trying to understand is why did they get to the point where they felt they needed to be that? Like, like were they? did they feel like they were being treated differently because of one way or another? Like, I, oh, only, I don't I, know. I only wh- see it with women. I hate to say it like that. I, I've yet to see... Men ask to be not to say it does not exist, mm-hmm. but I have not seen men ask to. Well, I don't know. Well, I can't even say that because they don't want to be identified as men or uh, male. Woman. But person with a penis has asked to be referred to as a they or them. Mm-hmm. I, I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it with women, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not saying that it does not exist. So yeah, I'm like, because I know gen- I know non-conforming men who were born with penises and like they. A lot, of, like particularly in the gay community or in the LGBTQIA community, and there—that's another thing, though. Like, that, I was going to ask you that: were they gay? I, I was—I was going to ask you that, and I'm saying, are they doing it also because to show cohesion amongst that community as well, or is it they truly don't want to be? Because by doing that, do they now feel like, oh, because I'm identified as a male, or now I'm no longer identified as a male, does not make me gay? Um, I know people that are in the LGBTQIA community that identify as not uh, that are that identify as non-conforming gender, but do not have same sex. Um, that do not engage in like same sex so, acts. But so, so you could be like you can be. That means you're not gay, then, right? You can be gender non-conforming and use date and not. Be gay, but you can't. But, but that's my point, though. About how can you not identify by something, but then say I'm gay, straight, 
or lesbian. You don't identify with any gender. So right, that's you're correct. That's I, that's my point. But I, I think honestly, I think that's the, the crux of it. People, in my opinion, they don't want to be because of the the negative connotation of being gay or lesbian. If you think about my experience, gender nonconforming people are like very like they're not concerned about like oh you think I'm gay. Okay. Like it's like beyond but, that. You're not concerned about me being gay, but you're concerned about me being identified from what I am. Because I want you to respect the choice that I make about how I'm being identified, and that's where you keep. No, I get that part. Right. So once you get that, you don't have to understand. You don't have to understand anything else. I can't. I. I want to understand. Right. And so I can respect something, not understand it. Right. And so this is what I'm saying. I don't have the answers to Mm -hmm. the like the understanding because I'm not a member of the of that community. That letter. That very specific gender non-conforming right. community. I don't know. What I do know is that it starts and ends with like respecting the decision. How I'm, we? I'm past that. Like, I know. I, I know. It, I but what you're it. saying is, how did they get to that point? Right. I don't yes, know that. Yes, that's, that's exactly. That what is, is a journey. Like point. you're talking about their journey. Yeah. I don't. That I don't how know. How to get to that point? That I don't yeah. know. But like, if there's a person, a gender non-conforming person that would love that would like to share that. I would love to hear We're that. open. Yeah. But yeah, so whew, that was a good conversation. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry if I was a little bit slow because I'm still no, like No, no. And and, and and I also say this, I do not have all the answers. And you don't speak for and I yeah. say that a bunch. Like I don't speak for these right. different, you know, for for different mm-hmm. letters. And the letter that I may or may not represent mm-hmm. I'm only speaking from a single perspective. Right. I said that a whole bunch you last night. Yeah, I was like, I'm only speaking from like a single you always, perspective. You've always said that. Any yeah. question I've asked you, like, I I'm can only, only speak for... I'm only speaking from a single yeah. perspective. And my experience is so different. Mm-hmm. Like, even the question about, like, your coming out story. Mm-hmm. Shit was easy peasy. Right. Like... But I, it should, in my opinion, if you're, if, you're, if you're comfortable being who you are, it's almost like... Uh-huh. discussing your first time losing your virginity, in my opinion. Like, if you're that comfortable with who you are, you mm-hmm. shouldn't necessarily be like, oh, I came so quick, you know, my first time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what, it was uncomfortable my first time. The thing is, it like, is what it is. It is what it is. Like, like you can't, yeah. ch- like, you lying uh-huh. or, like, make, like, it doesn't change the reality. Right. And, like, the sharing of the reality really, I think, builds, like, one, vulnerability, which is super important. Mm-hmm. And like comfortability with like what is real and what isn't real. Right. A lot of people have a are ashamed to share out, but they really don't know. It's like most niggas had that same experience. Yeah. Like yeah, they all nutted in five strokes the first time we had sex. Like you're like, oh my god, what is this? Fine. Yeah. yeah. But because you don't talk about it, because mm-hmm. you don't share, it, then you individually think that your experience you're the is only weird. That does it. Yeah. And it's like no. Yeah. I, I I think about like Jack like I the first thing was like jacking off mm-hmm. like oh like no you don't want to be jack I was like no every nigga is jacked off right. every nigga jacks off like period like no matter I'm what that's you funny if you don't bro. Are you like, like you don't like yourself yeah like you don't love yourself nigga um so it's like certain things certain certain things like that um I only speak from that's my like, yeah. my perspective but I think as we all share our perspectives mm-hmm. we'll see that like. It's really not that different. It's not that different. I mean, everything we say, we I think we definitely come from our perspective. Like, I don't like to speak for, you know, everybody else. I'm, I know uh, Kevin uh, Samuels, Kevin where Samuel. I am. I'm generalizing for everybody. I mean, it's just, yeah. this is my perspective. This is what I observe. This is what I research mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
guy. Well, this was interesting. Very to interesting. To say the least. So. Yeah. Always willing to like share. It'll help yeah. somebody. So. so anything else on the uh, on the menu? No. You know, did we beat that? Uh, beat the dead horse or whatever. Yeah, the the horse the dead horse is beat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think we I think we addressed everything that we really wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, for today's episode. No, actually we didn't. But we didn't. What was what is it? It was something that we were supposed to talk about. We talked about dick sizes. Um. Yes. It, it was something. Uh, fuck. What was it about? It was. Oh, that you had a theory. The theory behind why gays have bigger dicks. No. Well. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And I was talking about. Niggas in prison. In prison, yeah. Yeah, so this is my theory. Well, this, this is the thing, though. Like, I'm mm-hmm. only talking subjectively because, one, I cannot confirm or deny whose dick is actually bigger. I mean, you know, from an average gay guys or heterosexual um, guys. Listen, so, the research that they did has already done that. Right, okay. but So you can just move right, forward. So if that's true. Gay guys. If that's true. Have, no, I'm not going to. On I, average. If that's larger, true, <laughs> if it's true, if it's true, penis, yeah, if it's true, sizes, if it's okay. true, I think it's because of um, increased testosterone from yeah. probably being gay. Yes, yeah, that's what I think. Yes, because I think like niggas in prison, mm-hmm. they get bigger muscles and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they have to protect themselves. So they're, and they're also surrounded by testosterone. Right. Same way that females that spend a lot of time together, their periods sync up sync due up. to the the chemical connection. The, the, the balance of the moon and the tide and stuff like that just yep. changes. All of that. Yeah. So, I think that's a great theory. Tide, flow. Mm. Mm. Fuck with me. Fuck with him. Fuck with me. Yes. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. I think that theory, like, definitely yeah. makes sense because the amount of testosterone I mean, that you're So, around. did your dick grow when, once you turn, when you turn gay? No, my dick's been, like, the same size. <laughs> My dick's been the same size because <laughs> I don't really be around niggas. Right. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my dick stayed the same That's size. That's hilarious. Yeah. I wonder if it is an actual connection, though, like, between dick sizes. Because I, mean, I, I have this theory, like, niggas with funny-shaped hands is gay. That's how I can tell a nigga gay. His head shaped funny. Okay. That's Abra- why I'm saying you're not really gay because your hand ain't really shaped funny. Abrogato. <laughs> Was the money good? Was them bitches bad? Was they fucking good? 